I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. The number's to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So today when I woke up, I got into research mode. I had a lot of things on my mind I wanted to look over and uh, go over some things that I overlooked because we have been in such a, uh, a moment of turmoil in our history here in the United States. And, uh, you know, a lot of listeners have hinted that they want to know more about what's going on in the paranormal world. And I told them, I said, well, you know, we're in the middle of this election situation. We're in the middle of all of this, you know, conspiracy theory coming to roost type stuff. And it, and it had to be covered. We had to talk about it. It was one of those, what I call those necessary evils, I guess, that uh, we had to talk about. Because, you know, people tune in for news and information as well as tuning in for some of the interesting stuff that we kind of like uh, go out of the margins to talk about, stuff that you can't necessarily fit inside a box. And uh, the stories that keep coming up, you know, the stories that seem to be uh, fulfilling themselves. And as I always said, and I had a conversation uh, the other day with someone who was uh, feeding me information about um, uh, national security and, and uh, some of the stories about UFOs. And they were they were just telling me that, you know, here we are, in the middle of all this turmoil in the country, yet, you know, some of the most interesting stories are coming out of the national security groups with regard to unidentified aerial phenomena or unidentified flying objects. And I said, it just, yeah, I just, I was telling him, I said, you know, yeah, it seems like every story anymore, it just pops up. It's either about science, you know, saying, you know, we, we may be close to disclosure, which would be Disclosure of whether or not there's life out in space. I think I, I don't know. We have to separate the camps. I guess there's the there's the investigation to UFOs and UAP by the government and the national security apparatus, and then of course there's the scientific nature of what is out there. Do we find techno signatures, alien life, or what have you? So you have to separate the substance, so to speak, because you can't necessarily throw in the UFO subject now along with aliens because it just seems that uh, now it's been separated either by accident or by some force. Uh, because of these investigations that the Pentagon's been doing, the questions they've been asking of candidates and the questions they were asking of the president at the time, President Trump. And now, of course, the, the question is elusive when it comes to Biden. I don't think Biden is even paying attention to anything like that. Uh, you know, it's because, you know, I'm sure he comes from the school that it's all been discredited as pseudoscience. But with the increasing number of government disclosures and reports on UFOs and witnesses. And, and lately, I mean, we just had the story out of Hawaii. There was actually a story, and I, and I didn't file it. I should. I should look it up and file it. There was a, actually a close call of a UFO almost colliding with an aircraft that, was, uh, that, that came up as a story that uh, I wanted to look into. I didn't get a chance to go to it, but I did know that it was, it was there in my uh, – uh, I get a number of uh, inf- information links – and things that I read, and I also find them along the internet. But it's just um, what we have right now is is information gaps. Uh, I've talked about these gaps in information where we have to separate the substance now, because okay, we have verified UAP sightings by the government, and then we have these urban legends and these myths and whatever about. UFO sightings and alien visitors and all this. And so that's that's the problem is that science wants to be clear about what they say about what goes on in outer space as opposed to the military and the in, and military industrial complex's theories and and uh, words about what 
exactly are we seeing in the skies above us? And so what you do is you have to go back to the documented uh, incidents, uh, dig them out of obscurity, try to alleviate the controversy and, and give consistent stories that allow for, well, physical evidence, uh, witness testimony, and, and and most of these government investigations now are military. They they don't they don't get into some of the stories that have been you know UFOs or UAP being seen by civilians. This is all, uh, and if they do, it's all third party testimonies or or whatever it may be. But you know when you look at unidentified aerial phenomena or UFO or whatever you want to call it now, the military reports that I've been going over. Of course, there was a CIA uh, dump. That happened uh, right when we were starting to, you know, when we were having these problems with the electoral, when people were talking about voter fraud and all this. And so it kind of got lost. All the information got lost. And so while we were uh, dealing with the Capitol raid and all this other stuff, the CIA dumped this, well, they, they dumped a ton of documents uh, all about UFOs and UAP, which again demonstrates who's in charge here. Because we were talking about, you know, when, when they were dealing with what was going on in Washington, we saw that the Joint Chiefs and others just stepped in and said, okay, we're taking over now. They didn't want to call it a military coup, but it just seemed that that's what it was. We're just shoving the president out. Two weeks, we occupy the Was- we occupy Washington, D.C. All the orders come down from the Pentagon to the generals, and then we open up the White House to the new president. It was kind of a weird way of doing it, but that's how it was done. But again, we we, we begin to see now that everything that's kept under wraps, everything that's secret, everything is uh, being kept quiet by the intelligence apparatus or the security apparatus, the national security state. The Pentagon is beginning to demonstrate that they are the hidden hand. I'm beginning to believe that they are that hidden hand. Remember when most of us who have been reading conspiracy theory books or have known about conspiracy theories since the time of my childhood, We've always heard about the hidden hand. Who is the hidden hand? I think there was even a book by Epperson called The Hidden Hand. Uh, and he was one of the great conspiracy writers in history, conspiracy history writers of all time, Ralph Epperson. But, you know, we hear about this hidden hand. We want, wonder, is it the Illuminati? Is it, is it something, you know, a little bit more dark or sinister? And, and maybe yes, maybe no. But we realize that the intelligence apparatus is the hidden hand running things from behind the scenes. And so the buck no longer stops with the commander-in-chief. And during the past presidential campaign, you notice there were erstwhile reporters that were dropping UFO questions to the candidates, asking them if they would open up the secrets about the UFO question. Would they open up Area 51 and reveal everything about Area 51 or Roswell or what have you? The president said he would, or he said if he had any information, he would look into it. Other candidates like Bernie Sanders, Klobuchar, and others were asked the question at the time of the uh, of the campaign, would you do it? They said yes. Everybody was saying yes except one person, Joe Biden. He's the president of the United States now. And, and we are facing this 180-day, well, it's less than 180 days now, where the intelligence apparatus is being told that they have to reveal just what is buzzing our our, our military, what, what, is, what is buzzing the ships that were that are out there protecting us? And so, you know, we had all these guys, these candidates, these people in power saying, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. And President Trump, of course, he was impressed with reports of the UFOs buzzing uh, over our warships. But then he said, I'm not a believer. Uh, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, I believe the, the, the men and women of our military. And so 
the recent CIA UFO dump is not very impressive. Let me just put you, put it that way. Um, we we actually it was uh, released to the Black Vault, which is a website, and it's free. You can go in and get it for free. But we took a lot of the documents since they were open documents. We took them and we put them at aftermath.media. And you know people can go to the Black Vault and read to their heart's content. But we wanted to make sure that we would give uh, our library. Uh, space for those documents. So if people want to do a ready access within the library in their study groups, because we have several study groups on, on Aftermath, they can actually bring them into their study group and they can read or go over the documents if they feel they want to. Um, they're very hard to get through, though. I was reading some of them. Some of them are in outdated formats. A lot of them are redacted, like most uh, you know classified documents. But there have been a lot of you know strange things I picked up on. I was going over uh, a few things like uh, there was now get a look at this. There are things in the CIA document dump that have nothing to do with UFOs. There was a, a story about a Russian town where there was these mysterious explosions that were just going on, and they didn't know what they were. The people thought that maybe they were under attack by something from extraterrestrials, but they never mentioned that. They just said that you know strange explosions in this Russian town. But there was a marked UFO file that I saw which was a, a first-hand account of a strange sighting of a flying object near Baku, which is the capital of Azerbaijan. And, it, and you know, these are the kind of things you find. is little tidbits and little gems. And if I ever stumble upon one, of course, I'm going to talk about it. But this document dump came at a time uh, as these unidentified aerial phenomena seem to have caught the attention of lawmakers in Congress. Uh, the government funding bill Congress passed at the end of December, which included the $900 billion coronavirus stimulus package, instructed the Director of National Intelligence and the Secretary of Defense to release a report on unidentified aerial phenomena, and it has to be done within six months. So the, te- the Senate Intelligence Committee, which wrote the directive, said, uh, intelligence and defense agencies should note any, quote, links to adversarial foreign governments, and the threat they pose to U.S. military assets and installations. So that's what it said in the report. It says, we need to find out, you know, if they are linked to adversarial foreign governments or if they pose a risk to installations like U.S. military assets and installations anywhere in the world. So basically it suggests that lawmakers are actually concerned or wondering if a U.S. adversary would be in charge of these strange UFO sightings. Uh, the guy behind it is Senator Mark, Marco Rubio, and he will be leading the Senate Intelligence Committee. And he suggested in an interview that I was reading today that lawmakers are more concerned about technological advancements from U.S. adversaries than signs of extraterrestrial life. Now, that sends a big message to me that as we had Michael Sala on the show back during the Hawaiian UFO sighting, Michael Sala was on to talk about this as well. He said that he believes that the information the CIA is going to deliver is information that, yes, these UAPs are from an adversarial government, or they were created by an adversarial government, but that they were back-engineered by some unknown party, which would lead us to believe that they were back-engineered by aliens or some other uh, extraterrestrial or something. So this this got me thinking, I'm going to share with you some things tonight that I'm sure many of you already know, but some of you don't, and we're going to talk about it tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero.
In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.